Welcome to the Essay for FAs Retirement Advisor Podcast, a series that addresses issues of importance to financial advisors when dealing with the preeminent issue on their clients' minds, namely their desire for financial independence. I am your host, Gil Weinrich, and today's topic involves a macroeconomic look at where and where not to retire. A macroeconomic perspective, by definition, means we're looking at large, impersonal economic influences on retirement. For many people, of course, family attachments, commitment to a specific community, or a desire to remain in one's home may trump any of these big-picture considerations. But we should at least be aware of what is going on in the larger world. Today, I hearken back to a CNBC Squawk Box interview with investing legend Warren Buffett. Reporter Becky Quick meets with him every February after the release of his annual letter to Berkshire Hathaway shareholders. And I refer not to their discussion four months ago, but to their 2019 meeting. In that discussion, Buffett said something that was certainly true then, but which should be far weightier today in the wake of the coronavirus economic crisis. Specifically, the Oracle of Omaha advised investors to take large liabilities into consideration in making business decisions. He gave two examples, one applying to a business, and the other, appropriately I think, to retirees deciding where to live. Here's what he said about businesses. I quote, If I were relocating into some state that had a huge, unfunded pension plan, I'm walking into liabilities. Because I mean, Who knows whether they're going to get it from the corporate income tax or my employees, you know, with personal income taxes or what. But that, that liability isn't going to, you can't ship it offshore or anything like that. And those are big numbers, really big numbers, end quote. Buffett's point was that a business would be unwise to build a plant or factory in a place with large-scale liabilities because at some point, the state will have to raise a lot of money, and raiding businesses will impact firms' profitability. Well, the exact same reasoning applies to retirees, who are living with their lifetime accumulated savings, and Buffett addresses this point squarely. I quote from that same 2019 interview. A state like Florida, which has no income tax, attracts a lot of rich people, you know. And in Texas, you know, when people relocate there, the fact that there's no income tax is a real factor. And I don't know about those two states specifically, but I have a feeling that their retirement plans are in pretty good shape compared to the old industrial states. End quote. Well, it seems to me that even without a state income tax, or maybe I should say specifically because of the lack of a state income tax, a state can do quite well for the reason Buffett cited. It's making up for the revenue loss by encouraging wealthy retirees to move in. And indeed, according to figures I obtained from the Tax Foundation, Florida and Texas rank relatively high at 15 and 22 for pension solvency among the 50 states. I do not serve on the relocation promotion committees for either of those two states, and I'd add one needs to look at these numbers skeptically. New York ranks higher than either of these, but I've seen evidence that the Empire State's fully funded pensions are anything but when their liabilities are measured using private sector accounting rules. This is something I've noted in previous podcasts. U.S. governmental pensions typically link their liability discount rate to the expected return on assets. What this means in effect is that state pension funds tend to take much higher risks with their retiree pensions than pension funds in other places, such as Europe, where it is still understood that gambling with pensioners' nest eggs is not the way to go. And for those new to investing, taking higher risk 
does not always assure higher returns, but it does mean that state and local governments can pay less out of their budgets to fund their future liabilities because of these high return assumptions. I introduced this podcast saying that Buffett's insights from last year were especially relevant today. The reason is the corona crisis has crippled state finances, possibly incentivizing states to fudge their pension numbers through high assumed rates of return. But there's a second macro factor that is much less understood, I think. The corona crisis sent people out of offices in centralized urban locations to their homes, and companies found that, lo and behold, telecommuting works. At a time when corporate revenues have also been adversely impacted by the crisis, cutting out expensive downtown real estate has got to be among the most attractive options corporate budget officers have to consider. This will have disparate impact, of course, on different states and regions, but I would think that the places most hurt by this would be big, glamorous, high-tax locations like New York City. One reason for their high taxes is these places see themselves as offering a lot more, commercially and culturally, than other places. New York, after chasing out just about every other industry, has kept Wall Street within its clutches. Will it still be able to do this? And even if some of these firms disappear, one might argue that the city's cultural vitality will attract newcomers, as it always has. But in the last few months, we've seen the cultural life of New York and other cities falter as well, with museums and cafes closed. Everything has its time. Is this Bozeman, Montana's time? I don't know, but for retirees, these are legitimate questions. The U.S. over the past few decades has been infamous for its low savings rate at every level. Not just governments and households, but corporations too have borrowed heavily to buy back their own stock and distribute bonuses, rather than retain earnings for future growth. Various government assistance programs have propped up the economy over the past few months. Buffett's point was therefore especially salient. America's liabilities aren't going anywhere else. These are really, really big numbers, and debts will eventually be collected or canceled through bankruptcy where possible. And so, for those who are not tied down to a specific location, the fiscal soundness of their state of retirement residence may end up having a big impact on how much of their nest egg they get to keep. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast of value, I would be much obliged if you would pass it on to other advisors to keep this FA project growing. This is Gil Weinrich for Seeking Alpha.